On today's episode, Connor Bedard made his unofficial Blackhawks debut last night, and boy, he did not disappoint. I'll go over Bedard's big night at the UC, as well as my other key takeaways from the Blackhawks win in their preseason opener. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome on into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. As always, thank you all for making the show your very first listen here to start off your day. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can go and find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you can go and follow my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And as always, be sure to go and smash that like button, comment down below, and subscribe if you haven't done so already. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode, make sure that you're downloading the daily episode. And if you're a frequent listener of the show, feel free to go and leave me a review as well on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Five-star review would be preferable, of course. I greatly appreciate all of your support. And make sure to go and follow Lockdown Blackhawks on Instagram as well for some other cool Blackhawks-related content and clips being shared there. All right, good morning, everyone. As always, thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks and last night Blackhawks hockey officially returned the Chicago Blackhawks took on the St. Louis Blues in their preseason opener and I thought you know well obviously it's a preseason game and the final outcome doesn't matter all that much there was a whole lot of meaning throughout the Blackhawks roster in a game like last night there was a lot of uh, key takeaways I thought and a lot of just things we love to see despite it being the first preseason game of the season. But before I kind of get into some of my takeaways, I got to talk about how giddy I was just kind of, uh, I always put together a lineup graphic before every Blackhawks game and typing some of these kids names into the lineup graphic last night. It made me a little giddy. It was like, wow, the future is finally starting to arrive, right? Like a lot of these guys have been draft picks in the past couple of years and we've been waiting for them to come up and and burst onto the scene and even just get their first little bit of NHL action. Someone like uh, Drew Comesso last night or seeing how Kevin Korczynski has kind of developed in the past year since his last bit of preseason action. It was really cool typing in, you know, Wyatt Kaiser into the lineup, Kevin Korczynski, Alex Vlasic, all on the left-hand side. I mean, I've been waiting for that to be the left-handed side of the Blackhawks defense for a couple of years now and typing Drew Comesso in that Um, Lucas Reichel being the second line center, Cole Gutman's in there as well. I mean, Nick Lardis is getting a chance on the fourth line. Martin Misiak played last night. So did, uh, excuse me, um, uh, Marcel Marcel, of course, a a later round pick for the Blackhawks in this past year's draft. I thought it was just a really cool opportunity to see what these kids got. And yeah, it might've been a a preseason type of contest. And I don't want to overblow what we saw because it is just one singular game. But golly gee, Blackhawks fans, last night showed me how bright the future can be. And the best part about it is there's still so much more help on the way. I mean, the Blackhawks have three first-round picks in the past two years 
that aren't even at training camp. And Frank Nazar, Sam Renzel, and Oliver Moore, they obviously have two first-round picks in each of the next two drafts, a slew of second-round picks still, the best prospect pool in the NHL. The Blackhawks are sitting pretty But we all know the reason why they are sitting pretty the most right now, and that's undoubtedly because of 2023 first overall pick Connor Bedard, who made his first little bit of uh, NHL action, his first game action, I guess I should say, at the United Center. Yes, it was a preseason contest, but I think everyone was wanting to go out there and, and see how Connor Bedard was going to fare against grown men. And yes, it is a preseason game, but it's still the speed of NHL hockey. He wanted to see how he was going to handle that in his first little bit of action. And I'll tell you what, Blackhawks fans, Connor Bedard knocked the ball out of the park last night, right from the get-go. You could tell he was really focused, really uh, driven to go out there and and make an impact. And he had that, uh, I think it was his second shift where he was dancing around everyone and, you know, deke the crap out of Jake Neighbors, who's a quality NHL player. And Bedard, all in all, I thought just had a phenomenal night. Obviously, a big part in helping the Blackhawks get their 2-1 to victory. He had the primary assist on uh, Philip Kershev's opening goal of the game, albeit on kind of a redirect. And then, of course, set up Andreas Athanasia with a sick saucer pass in overtime to find him cutting to the net for the game-winning goal. It was an unbelievable first performance from Connor Bedard. Just a little flash of the special qualities that this kid has. And the funniest part about it is after the game, he said, I think I could play a lot better. I don't think I personally played that great, but I don't know any Blackhawks fan that that would feel the same way. And I'll tell you what, if that's Connor Bedard's C game, uh, the rest of the NHL is going to have to look out. But I was really impressed with Bedard's all around game, his demeanor, Um, And the defensive side of things, I thought he played spectacularly defensively. And, you know, everyone talks about his uh, offensive instincts, the sick release that he has. But on the defensive side of things, I thought he played very well. He won 63% of his faceoffs last night going up against Robert Thomas, who's a proven NHLer these last couple of years, one of the best players for the St. Louis Blues. And he was also just making a lot of heads up reads, um, forcing turnovers. He made a great play to give himself a breakaway chance by lifting Colton Pareko's stick. Unfortunately, the puck couldn't settle for him or else the United Center would have absolutely erupted on that breakaway. But it was a slam dunk out of Connor Bedard and just kind of crazy to think that in his mind, he didn't play all that good. Um, There were times where, you know, he made some turnovers and um, I think the physicality kind of became evident to him where he tried to dance around guys and they were just taking the body and not letting him get that space. That's going to have to be something that he adapts to um, throughout the course of the season. And as he gets more comfortable with the NHL level, but man, I was just so gosh darn impressed with Connor Bedard last night, huge smile on my face every time he was seemingly out there on the ice. And I definitely want to go through his stat line because um, yeah, he might've been the best Blackhawks forward on the ice last night. He skated 21 minutes and 20 seconds of time on ice, which led all Blackhawks forwards, which I think is going to be happening a pretty decent amount in the regular season. If he's playing like this folks, I don't care if he's a young 18 year old, um, you know, going up against grown men, he's Blackhawks best center. He's the Blackhawks best player. Um, and he's going to be out there. And I, I like Coach Luke Richardson not easing him into anything. Let the guy go and be the top line center because he's ready for it. You know, Connor Bedard's been waiting for this moment for quite a while, and he knows what he's capable of doing. And he's so confident in himself and in his game. 
I don't think there's any shying away from uh, the challenges that come with, you know, being a top line center. I think he's going to take those on the chin and he wants those challenges. So I like to see him getting just a super meaningful role out of the gate. He had nine shot attempts, which was the most for the Blackhawks, five shots on goal, which tied the team lead. Obviously, he had two primary assists on both of the Blackhawks goals, including the one in overtime. He had a 70.3 expected goals for percentage at five on five. Is that any good? I think so. And then as I referenced, won 63% of his faceoffs. I think he was four for four in the first period as well. And according to Connor Bedard, he didn't think he played all that well. So, um, yeah, I don't know what to make of this kid. He's just a special, special talent. You could tell just the excitement at the United Center every time he got the puck. Um, it seems like fans are, are just ready for this kid to take over games, and um, he, he does look capable of doing that. And for his first bit of action, you know, he, he looked every bit comfortable as anyone else in the Blackhawks forward group, I thought. You couldn't tell that this was, like I said, his first little bit of NHL action, so... Hands down, I give Connor Bedard a 10 out of 10 last night. A big first showing in his first little action at the United Center. Couldn't wait. I can't wait, I guess I should say, for him to actually get to play in front of the Blackhawks faithful at the UC when the games actually matter at the start of the regular season. All right, folks, there are my quick thoughts on Connor Bedard's big night to lead the Blackhawks to victory coming up in just a moment. I will get into some of my other key takeaways from their win in the preseason opener. But first, I need to talk to you all about DoorDash. Do you love the convenience of getting what you want right to your front door? Well, with DoorDash grocery delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings conveniently. And you'll get exactly what you're ordered or we'll go and make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them up yourself. And do you want even more value? And you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. And you can also get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKED at checkout. Again, that's a 50% off up to $20 with zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter the code LOCKED. That's code LOCKED for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. All right, back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, just a quick reminder, smash that like button. Go and comment down below as to who you were most impressed with from the Blackhawks preseason win last night over the uh, St. Louis Blues. And of course, go and uh, subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks YouTube if you haven't done so already. The start of the regular season is right around the corner, Blackhawks fans, and you don't want to miss out on all the latest news and updates that I'll be providing you all throughout the course of the season right here on Lockdown Blackhawks. All right, segment two, definitely wanted to get into the slew of other takeaways that I had from last night's win over the Blues. It wasn't just the Connor Bedard show. I was quite honestly impressed by a lot of the Blackhawks youngsters last night. Most importantly, though, the killer K's. Kevin Korchinski, Wyatt Kaiser, and Philip Kurashev all shined, I thought, in the preseason opener. And for me personally, it was Connor Bedard's big night. It was his coming out party. He's always going to get the lion's share of the attention. That's just how it goes. But I was quite honestly more impressed with Wyatt Kaiser last night. And maybe that's just because of my expectations for these players. You know, Wyatt Kaiser wasn't hyped up to be a generational talent type of defenseman, but he is someone that I've been, you know, keeping a close eye on these last couple of years. He's someone I've regularly had inside my top 10 Chicago Blackhawks prospect rankings, but I still 
didn't imagine him looking this comfortable in what's really going to be his first year of NHL action. And again, I get it's just one preseason game, but these are kind of the things that we've been seeing all throughout training camp. And we've been the reasons why we've been hearing a lot of praise from head coach Luke Richardson and why Wyatt Kaiser has been the one to get this opportunity with Seth Jones on the top defensive pairing. He made it evident why he's seemingly capable of doing that at, at such a young age last night. And again, one preseason game, but it wasn't even just like it was the stats that he put up or anything. He had five shots on goal, which tied Connor Bedard for the team lead and uh, 20 minutes and 40 seconds of ice time alongside Seth Jones. But it was just how calm and cool and collected and how poised he was. It really seemed like every time Wyatt Kaiser had pressure on him in the defensive zone, he never panicked. He stayed calm and he made the right play. And I thought, you know, he was great along the boards, made every excellent read to get the puck out of the defensive zone. Uh, I thought also offensively, he did a really good job of recognizing the game in front of him, not getting too aggressive, but also, you know, doing his job to jump up into plays and keep them alive in the offensive zone. I thought his skating was very evident all over the place. I mean, seemingly every time Wyatt Kaiser was on the ice, he was making an impact. He was breaking up plays doing his job, making the right reads. And quite honestly, Blackhawks fans, I thought he outplayed Seth Jones last night. There were some shoddy turnovers that Seth Jones made, but Wyatt Kaiser was the one bailing him out with a big-time blocker, you know, getting his stick on the puck to prevent a quality scoring chance. I thought Wyatt Kaiser looked like the Blackhawks' best defenseman last night. I was really impressed with him, and I also thought he played bigger than he is. And I had to go back and look up how big Wyatt Kaiser is. Six foot, 185 pounds, you know. Not small, especially in comparison to some other NHL defensemen, but I also thought he played bigger than he did. He absorbed hits really well and played a physical, rugged style game against the boards when that's not necessarily his bread and butter. So I was really, really impressed with the defensive effort from Wyatt Kaiser, um, and and undoubtedly he deserves to be the one getting the, the top pairing opportunity right now with Seth Jones. He looked more than ready to be taking on that role for the Blackhawks. Yes, I know it was a preseason game, but he looked excellent. Uh, Kevin Korchinski, I I thought, looked really good too, particularly where his areas of strength are. And that's kind of been the storyline for me, at least, around Korchinski for a majority of training camp here. There's just no denying the weapon that he can be in the offensive zone. I mean, his speed allows him to jump up and keep plays alive. He has a, a and really good passing skills in the offensive zone. Also picked up uh, the secondary assist on Philip Kershev's opening goal of the game, but he was really the one that created that play. And I feel like this is the battle that the Blackhawks front office are going to have. Kevin Korchinski can help this Blackhawks team offensively with what he can do on the back end. But there's still no denying there are some flaws in his game defensively. And another year at junior would undoubtedly help him get a little bit thicker and fill out his frame a little bit more. Uh, He took a penalty last night. Um, Actually, his defensive numbers in terms of the analytics were really strong. But there were just a couple of breakdowns that I saw that keep have me leaning towards he should go back to Seattle. But again, you you can't deny that his skill set and the toolkit that he has in the offensive zone is really unlike any other that the Blackhawks have right now. I mean, Wyatt Kaiser plays a little bit of a similar style, but Kevin Korchinski's wheels, and he he's a much, much more well-rounded offensive player, and he's the one that I think 
uh, could be a big point producer from the back end in the Blackhawks organization. So it's going to be really interesting this next week and a half to see if Kevin Korchinski winds up sticking around. Uh, I thought he had a pretty good game, though, last night. Three shots on goal, one assist in 21 minutes and eight seconds of ice time, which was second among all Blackhawks defensemen. And then Philip Kershev, I thought, looked pretty good as well. He obviously had the opening goal of the preseason for the Blackhawks, also added one hit and one block shot in 17 minutes and 57 seconds. Um, But the biggest thing for me that I'm curious to see now is when Philip Kershev scored that goal, It was uh, he was out there on the ice with Connor Bedard and Taylor Hall. It was actually not, it it was after like a two minute shift. And that's when the lines tend to get a little bit jumbled and stuff like that. But Philip Kershev, I know he didn't get a lot of time out there with them, but I thought that line looked really good in the offensive zone when they're together. And I do wonder if Philip Kershev is going to get a shot up there on that top line eventually with Bedard and Hall, because quite honestly, Ryan Donato, he looked okay in overtime, but I think Connor Bedard and Taylor Hall need a little bit more. And again, it is only one game. So who knows? Maybe Luke Richardson will roll him out there for another one and the results will change. But it was pretty evident to me that just Ryan Donato is not a top line guy. And Philip Kershev ended up cashing in for a goal and one of his only shifts with that duo. So something to keep an eye on these next few days in practice as to whether or not Luke Richardson mixed it up. But I thought Philip Kershev had a good night, even when he was skating with Lucas Reichel and uh, Andreas Athanasiu. That trio, I thought, looked pretty good. Lucas Reichel was absolutely buzzing out there. I would have liked to see him create a couple of more quality chances, but his skating, man, his ability in transition to go out there and make plays, it's absolutely awesome. Um, And I I do love the speed combo that he has with Andreas Athanasiu. So really good night from Lucas Reichel as well. Really good night from Philip Kurashev. I also got to give a shout out to my boy, Drew Comesso, who came in uh, at the midway point of the game with the Blackhawks ahead one to nothing. It was his first little bit of NHL action since making the jump to professional hockey. Second round pick back in 2020. Someone I've been waiting these last couple of years for. And thank golly that Drew Comesso didn't stick around in Boston University for his senior campaign. But I thought he had a really strong showing last night. He ended up stopping 16 of the 17 shots that he faced in 33 minutes worth of action. And he actually faced the Blues' best surge of the game. Peter Morazic started the game, but he only faced eight shots on goal in his uh, 30 minutes of action. Drew Comesso was the one who saw the Blues' best surge. He got beat once, yeah, by Robert Thomas, who, you know, a very good goal scorer, as I mentioned earlier. One of the best players from the Blues. Yeah, he went shelf on Drew Comesso, okay, a guy who's in his first year of professional hockey. That's going to happen from time to time. But Comesso made a lot of big saves down the stretch to keep his team in it and to get this one into overtime. A lot of those saves that he made were quality ones, so... Really good showing from Drew Comesso in his preseason debut. Super stoked to see that tandem in Rockford this year with uh, Jackson Stauber. And then I also got to give a shout out to Corey Perry and Nick Foligno. Uh, I thought they both came in and did their jobs right from day one. Martin Misiak took a big hit uh, in the first period, I want to say. It was either in the first or early on in the second. But immediately, both Corey Perry and Nick Foligno came, came in to stand up for the young end, came in to mix it up and just their their veteran leadership out there on the ice to be the protectors. I mean, that's kind of what they were brought in to do and also kind of help guide this young team through the next steps of the rebuild. So I was really impressed with both Corey Perry and Nick Foligno last night coming in and doing their job, setting the tone right from the get-go. And I know that we officially live in a simulation, Blackhawks fans, because guess what? Corey Perry got a standing ovation from Blackhawks fans last night while wearing an A on his chest. I mean, what world do we live in where Corey Perry is an alternate captain from the Chicago Blackhawks 
and they're cheering for him. We officially live in a simulation, Blackhawks fans. But in all seriousness, um, I knew the ad of Corey Perry. It was going to uh, sit wrong with a lot of Hawks fans out there, but no denying that it was a smart one because of reasons like this and also because of what he provides off the ice. I've talked about this a lot on the show, but Luke Richardson had nothing but good things to say um, from his experience with Corey Perry when he was the assistant up in Montreal, and they were both there together helping out a lot of the young guys like Caulfield and Nick Suzuki and that young core that they had. I, I believe you know Luke Richardson knew what kind of guy he was coming in and getting Corey Perry, and that's a guy who you hate to play against but love to have on your team. Blackhawks fans from day one are rooting for Corey Perry. I think there's going to be a lot more moments like that uh, throughout the course of the regular season. Good on the veterans for sticking up uh, for the young and Martin Misiak in his first game of uh, preseason action. All right, folks, coming up in just a moment, don't go anywhere because I do still have to provide a quick update on the Blackhawks training camp roster as a few more cuts were made following last night's win. All right, segment three, before I wrap things up, I also wanted to be sure to mention that the Blackhawks made their next round of training camp cuts following their win last night. I don't think I've referenced this on the show, but Yuri Felkman was actually the first cut made by the Blackhawks in terms of their training camp roster. He was sent back to uh, the, oh my gosh. He played for Lagnau U20 in the Swiss U20 league, and he's going to be playing in the NLA, the top professional league over in Sweden, a league that Blackhawks fans actually could be familiar with. That's where we got uh, both Pia Suter and Dominic Kubalik when they won back-to-back MVPs over there. Um, But Felkman was the first official cut, and the Blackhawks made three more last night as Nick Lardis, Martin Misiak, and Alex Ferrand, the first two, were in the lineup last night for the Blackhawks. All have been reassigned to their junior clubs, and funny, of, funny enough, all of them are going to be heading back to the OHL. But for those first two, Nick Lardis and Martin Misiak, I really liked what I saw from both of them uh, in their time with the Blackhawks during training camp. For Nick Lardis, he skated on the top line during the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase in Game 1 with Connor Bedard. He obviously didn't play in Game 2, but Lardis scored on a nice breakaway opportunity there and really just... We knew when drafting Nick Lardis, it was all about the speed and the goal-scoring ability. He showed that at the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase, and he also got an opportunity to play on the fourth line alongside Marcel Marcel and Reese Johnson last night against the St. Louis Blues, and he created a chance there, uh, I think in the first period as well, showed off his speed skating the puck from his own blue line into the offensive zone and drawing a penalty on a quality scoring chance. And I really, I really love this pick by the Blackhawks in the third round. I think Nick Lardis is going to turn out to be a very excellent third round selection for Blackhawks general manager, Kyle Davidson. We know about his goal scoring ability. Is he undersized? Are there some concerns about his game away from the puck? Yes, but we drafted him for his goal scoring ability. And it feels like he could be a guy that that could be a middle six piece in the future. If he's able just to figure some things out because there's no shying away from what he can do with the puck on his stick and the wheels that he has as well. And I'm really interested to see how he's going to fare with Brantford this season, which is uh, his third OHL club in the last year, but he's coming off a, a big second half with the Hamilton Bulldogs, where he had 46 points, 25 goals and 21 assists in 33 games after being traded Uh, And he could have another huge year in the OHL, I believe, in his first season with Brantford. I think we could see Nick Lardis be a 40 to 50 goal scorer in the OHL. And then for Martin Misiak, I thought he looked pretty excellent 
all throughout Blackhawks training camp and the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. Another guy who displayed his wheels time in and time out, and he also has got some good size to him as well at, uh, excuse me, six foot two, 200 pounds already at 18 years of age. And quite honestly, aside from Connor Bedard, uh, Martin Misiak was the best Blackhawks player throughout the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase and training camp that was part of the 2023 draft class, in my opinion. And of course, he was the first overall pick in the CHL import draft. He'll be going to play for the Erie Otters this season, and uh, he's coming off of uh, helping the Youngstown Phantoms of the United States Hockey League win the Clark Cup Championship last year, where he had 17 points in 27 games, six goals, and 11 assists after coming over to North America. Keep an eye on Martin Misiak in the OHL with Erie this season. For Alex Ferrand, he wasn't, quite honestly, too noticeable all throughout training camp, but uh, didn't get, you know, the greatest opportunities, mostly a bottom six guy, didn't play in the preseason opener last night. And, And quite honest, I've been saying quite honestly a bunch. I apologize for that. He's never been the most offensive guy all throughout his career, right? I believe he had 39 points in uh, 67 OHL games last year for the Sudbury Wolves. But he's a big boy, six foot four, also 200 pounds already at 18 years of age, plays with the high motor. Um, and that more seems like his type of style where he's got the ceiling of a third to fourth line or someone that can come in be a big body in front of the net and play a hard defensive game and maybe could be a penalty killer of the future as well. But definitely interested to see what comes for Alex Ferran's third season in the OHL with the Sudbury Wolves. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, thank you all again for tuning into the show and be sure to go and follow Locked On Blackhawks for free right now, wherever you may be listening to your podcast and to go and follow Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And that way you can get the latest episode as soon as it becomes available each and every day. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Go and check me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman too. Or you could also go and check out my strictly Blackhawks account at Talking Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. So until tomorrow's episode, it's going to do it here for the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.